Welcome to episode number 137 of the Towelite Talk Podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we are ready to get into a buttload of news today, man. <laughs> there is a buttload of news. More more than usual. So, more than usual. Uh, yeah. Let's not, uh, let's not delay any further. All right. So first up in Marvel news, uh, Dark Phoenix... Phoenix, lowest opening of any of the X-Men movies ever. Doesn't surprise me. Looks like crap. Probably won't even be in the top ten once Toy Story 4 hits. Absolutely. Um, yeah. They say at least it's better than The Last Stand. I think that's an opinion. Um, who knows? All All I'm going to say is I'm really tired of all the articles about it. It's just like you should have just done better. Um, oh, it should have been two movies. Well, then you should have made it two movies, whatever. You know, you're caught in this whole thing of, you know, the MC, going to the MCU and being acquired. It's just like, maybe this movie should never have existed, but whatever. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Um, moving on to a good X-Men series, which is X-Men, the animated series. Probably still one of the best X-Men things ever. Um, they the creators went to Disney to relaunch the animated series. Um, what do you think about this? I I had a dream about it, um, <laughs> like a wake, like an awakening dream. Um, <laughs> I that I think would be pretty amazing. Um, they, I mean, those those animated series were kind of ahead of their time in a way. Um, they they still hold up. Um, so I don't know why we haven't gotten anything kind of <clears throat> equal to that over the years. I mean, we have and we haven't. Um, but those original shows are the best, and I would love to see something. I, I, I guess you know, going either going back and continuing it, or maybe remastering it a little bit. And I don't know. I don't know what they would do. Yeah, that's my bigger question. Is like. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, do you reboot it? You know, do you just do it with a different cast, same writing team, which I'm okay with. You know what I mean? Like, to to be honest, and I think we've talked about it before. Is I want to go back to the '60s. Like, I want mm-hmm. Beast, Angel, Marvel Girl, uh, Cyclops, and Iceman, and that's what I want. Uh, I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but personally, I like them to go and, and go all the way, like. I understand Wolverine and, and everybody and how much we all love those characters and I get it. But like, mm-hmm. I think when they do show up in the MCU, it's the original lineup and then you start adding in the others instead of going straight from Jim Lee. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, they should definitely go back. I mean, they've been really kind of going back and doing the whole like aging, the aging thing and, and yeah. different times. And it'd be awesome to see that happen in the MCU, you know, with both them and the Fantastic Four eventually, maybe, because I don't want an origin movie. I would like to know that Fantastic Four exists now in the MCU. Maybe they were away on an adventure or whatever, like they're supposed to be. And then we can see bits and pieces of their origin kind of threaded in there. You know, same thing with the X-Men. You know, it's like... like Oh, see, I'd rather see the X-Men go and do an origin like i know no, we no, got... no, that i'm saying like oh, okay. fantastic four is definitely like a like we don't want to see no we've seen this no no, no, no time no, no. the x-men we haven't really seen an origin <laughs> to First be class. on screen it's like these these this new lineup of the kids like playing the old characters from the from the 2000 movies 
Um, it just didn't do it for me because it was just such a stupid timeline. So it was like, yes, go back and do something like that. Make it like, like maybe you were hiding them for years or whatever, you know? Um, yeah, I, I agree with you completely. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Runaways, we're getting the season three, and now Elizabeth Hurley has been cast as Morgan Le Fay. Um, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, very, uh, I saw some good, you know, I think that she's perfect for the role. Um, I It's great that they're bringing her into the, the story and that the show has lasted for three seasons, um, mm-hmm. which I still need to watch them. So uh, this is actually even more of a push for me to do so. Yeah. Yeah, I like that it's, because that's one of the things that's been hard about that show is it's so isolated. Mm. Um, it's good and bad, you know, it's so isolated, but even so from the other real comic book tie-ins. Mm. So you don't really ever see any other characters outside, you know, they had rumored that they were going to do a cloak and dagger kind of like crossover thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe they still will in season three, but, you know, I like that they're bringing in some you know, a comic book character that's outside of these kids. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of three seasons, Jessica Jones season three starts today. We're recording this on the 14th. Um, so I'm ambitious. It goes out on the 14th. <laughs> Probably <tomorrow. laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, the end of our Netflix Marvel run. Um, I, I have not seen one trailer. I have seen nothing. Oh, Okay. Um, I, did, I watched the full trailer. Yeah. I've watched both that and the teaser. And, you know, I mean, it just reminded me that I do like this show. It reminded me that I'm kind of bitter that these, these shows are ending. But I, I, really, I really hope that they can take these shows, take, this, take at least some of the cast, move them to Hulu, and make them a little bit more comic booky. Um, yeah, I... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch this regardless and and hope for the best down the road. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to watch it, you know. I'm probably going to watch it tonight. <laughs> oh. <So. laughs> and no, no. It's, it's coming along, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um coming along. So, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what's going on there. But I'm excited to go back into that world of alias investigations. <clears throat> um so this is all rumors. Take all of this with a grain of salt. Uh, first off, Fantastic Four rumored for 2022. Let's, you know, what do you think about that? Um, they're coming. They're definitely coming. Um, and I, we just don't know when. Uh, we, once we hear about D20, from D23, which we'll talk about in a little bit, I think maybe we'll have a better idea of how things will happen, if they'll happen at all. Uh, so we know that even before this acquisition happened, I'm sure that they were planning for it to happen. Uh, and, and Feige we trust. So I want the Fantastic Four back. I, like I just said earlier, I don't want to, I don't want an origin. I would love to see it kind of just threaded in there so that like people can be like, Oh, all right, well, that was it. And the rest of us can be like, yeah, we know. And then they're already established and they come back through like a wormhole and they show up in the MCU. Um, and then they all fight Dr. Doom because he's trying to take over Wakanda or something crazy. So, yep, I agree. Um, I don't think we're gonna get any news at D23 though. Of what we're gonna of, get the lineup though, right? Kind we are getting 
we are getting the lineup, but I don't think we will get anything um, about those ex those films. Oh no, it's going to be either a surprise. <laughs> I think that it's going to be something like a like they'll start threading things in this multiverse thing that they're creating with Spider Man after what what Thanos did. Mm-hmm. A lot of pop like how it's going to kind of just eventually happen and i think that they'll do it a very organic and, and maybe a surprising way I hope. yeah that i see more I, I feel like they're not gonna openly talk about it to oh no that. no i would say that you know, <laughs> just hints and then we can kind of draw conclusions from there and 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 hopes and and false rumors and all that great stuff that happens on the internet so okay <laughs> <laughs> all right good so um all right moving on we got uh, Mindy Cantling wants to take on Miss Marvel, uh, Kamala Khan. What do we think about this? Who is who is Mindy Kaling? She's from The Office and oh yes, that's right. TV show. I can't remember the Mindy, the Mindy show, the Mindy Project, Mindy the Project. Mindy Project. Yes, yeah. yes, that's right. Um, yeah, I mean, even Kevin Feige has said that you know he would like Kamala Khan to show up and. Uh, in the MCU, uh, I think that if it's it's going to happen, um, so we'll we just have to wait and see. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, whatever. You know, I don't. It's fine because it's a rumor. If she happens to show up, it's just because you're so young. It would have to be a you know Miles and like or Peter. You know what I mean? Like it would have to be some sort of weird thing with her. I I imagine. She's showing up in like uh, into the Spider Verse sequel before I see her on the as a real life character. No, that's a good one. Yeah, I um, I would be kind of um, I don't skeptical, skeptical, uh, whatever about that because um, because it being Sony, pretty mm-hmm. much strictly for that. I don't know if they'd be like, oh, here, use this character. So I don't think MCU sharing as much as as Sony's sharing. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. That's really funny that you say that. Yeah. All right. So another rumor, long time rumor, Blade series might be coming to Hulu. It may, I mean, something's going to happen, whether it's like old man Blade and Wesley Snipes comes back or we get a new Blade. Um, these both the fact that both Ghost, Ghost Rider and Hellstrom are, are headed to Hulu means that we're most likely going to get some Marble Knight stuff over there. So I wouldn't be surprised. I just want to see exactly what's going to happen and if Wesley Snipes is still paying his taxes or, you know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. I, I want to see that character. I want to see him train his daughter. I want, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want, uh, where did that come? Why isn't there a Blade comic for the love of God? You know? Well, like, he, he was just, he was just really, he was just featured in, in Avengers not a couple months ago, very okay. heavily. So he made his return. His big yeah. return to the 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 Marvel Comics line, and now who knows what's going to happen with their with their big relaunch in August. Um, so we'll see. Okay, I, I thought there was a Blade series coming uh, for comics, but I I may be wrong. Right. Yeah. We shall. <laughs> um, then Norman Osborn possibly coming to the MCU. It seems like there was a casting call. Uh, put out from Marvel Studios, um, which sounds a lot like Norman Osborn. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a character called the 
the benefactor, a male actor, male actor, preferably Caucasian in their 40s to 60s. Um, I mean, that could be anybody. <laughs> yeah, I agree completely that that casting call, just whatever. Um, but the arrival of Norman Osborn is inevitable. Um, I could see him being more on the MCU side of things than the Spider-Verse. Um, I, it's going to be a crossover character, but Norman mm -hmm. Osborn is such a threat that they really should just start him as as Norman Osborn in the MCU so he exists, and then he can kind of start, you know, tweaking things and puppeteering, and eventually we can we can break it down to where he's a he is a bigger threat than um, just being, you know, the Green Goblin. Because right. if you look at Dark Reign, that's a really good storyline uh, that could be really well adapted into a movie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. or just an overall phase. So, with with Tony Stark disappearing. Now, you know, I always was like, well, Norman Osborn is, yeah, he's evil, but he's also kind of like Tony Stark. So it's like, it's this, this new open for this rich guy who now Peter could be like, oh, this is my new mentor. And, um, and then he ends up being evil. So, right. Like he's, yeah. cause you could tell like, like, like he's sad and he's lost in these, these trailers we see for the Spider-Man movie. And it's like, oh, you're going to be the new Iron Man. He has like all this shit on his shoulders. And it's like where does he turn to you know you can only talk to happy so much you know right exactly um we'll see you know i obviously i want norman osborne and i want dr doom and i even want kingpin you know what i mean like there's some of these characters that are heavy hitters that you know they just need to be there <laughs> so let's let's bring it on um and then just well, we already talked about it, so never mind. Let's move on to DC. <laughs> uh, DC News. Oh, I'm going to screw it up. It's like Jamais Colette Serrera uh, to direct Black Adam. Um, is that a fact or is that a rumor? That's a, yeah, that was a fact. That came out last week. So they've been... Um, of course. They've been fast-tracking this movie since Shazam. Shazam didn't do great and it didn't, and it didn't do horrible. Um, it was pretty well received to a certain extent and just didn't make a lot of money, uh, but it made enough money to, you know, say it was a, enough of a success. So um, fast forward Black Adam, fast forward, you know, how do we get how do we get it so that if Shazam 2 happens, Black Adam is there? You know what I mean? So they really need to. I mean, <clears throat> as far back as I can remember, Dwayne Johnson's been attached to this movie and this character. Even like the early days of, I hate to say this word, but the, the DCEU, you know what I mean? It's like, mm -hmm. it's just like, we've been waiting and waiting and he's like, he's he hasn't departed from the project, so let's just do it. We heard the rumors about like Hawkman and Stargirl being in the movie and and all this stuff. Um, so, I mean, they're working on it. I know that, at least, you know. So, yeah. hopefully, uh, we hear some real solid news. So, this is, this is solid right here that we have a director, but never um, you know, like the Matt Reeves five-year Batman movie. So, so let me <laughs> just say this though, real quick. That character, that character, that director just directed Jungle Cruise, which yeah. stars The Rock. Yep. I'm gonna throw this in the rumor mill because they tend to kind of like do that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Regardless, if Black Adam's coming, then great. If he's not, then right now it doesn't matter so <laughs> unless black adam showed up at the end of shazam which to the best of my knowledge because i haven't seen it yet he did not then 
You know what I mean? Like, doesn't right now? It's still a rumor. Well, the Hollywood Reporter. That's pretty. Uh, I know. I know. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 exactly. And, and everything can change within like a day. So, but at least that's it is somewhat official, not mm-hmm. just not just the rumor thing, but the movie can stay in the rumor mill. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Exactly. Exactly. Uh. Do you want to take this one real quick? I do. Um, so Lobo, um, who I, I actually just watched Krypton season two, episode one last night. Uh, it was enjoyable. Uh, and so Lobo shows up for the first time at the end of the episode. And so I had saw that this this little tidbit of news the other day that Lobo was getting his own show. And I was like, oh, it's a, it's a rumor or whatever. And then all of a sudden sci-fi um, confirmed it. And so... They are going to be doing a Lobo spinoff show. It's going to sci-fi. Um, so we'll see how that is. Um, you, we see Lobo f- for as much as we really have saw, like seen him in the, um, in the, in the trailers. So we don't have a, I don't really have a full judgment on him yet. Uh, he looks, he looks cool. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited that this show is coming to sci-fi, but I would love to see more of a Lobo show on the dc universe if anything <laughs> where he's well, we'll talk about that in a bit yeah <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> i should say i want to see it at a dc universe level show where yeah where where you can have where robot man is just smashing people and blood is flying right right, right, <laughs> you know? right so and you can say the the f word every five seconds pretty much <laughs> um yeah that's supposed to be coming uh this is a bit of a longer discussion. We have a packed episode, so we're not going to spend too much time on it. But overall, these big cons are kind of losing some of their luster because they're really turning into like shit shows. Shows. <laughs> shit shows, but just like almost um, what's the best word? Like where they're just making people feel like cattle, you know, cattle herding. Yes. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. It's over. It's they're overwhelming. They're overwhelming, and people are only really going to them to get things signed by some yep. of their favorite actors, and they're not paying attention to the comics or even the you know TV shows and all that stuff. And so now DC is also skipping out on Hall H this year. Um, you know, Marvel has been skipping out on it for years now, and especially with their own D twenty three, they don't really have to go. But you know, I think it's a sign of things to come where these big movie studios. They're not getting anything out of it, so what's the point of going? You know, it doesn't equal ticket sales. We saw that since they premiered Scott Pilgrim at uh, Hall H years ago, and the movie made no money, even though people just loved it and raved it. It doesn't. Yep. If it doesn't equal ticket sales, why waste the time? Why spend the millions of dollars to bring your cast and crew out there when it doesn't mean shit? So, exactly. That's it. Exactly. And it's like, as much as I want to say that I'd like, like, New York Comic Con, and like I would like to go to San Diego Comic Con, but I at the same time I'm not like excited to do either because it is it's like hurting yourself through like tons of people, and it's just like it is not as in, as enjoyable as it was maybe in the earlier years, um, and it's getting more and more. It's getting harder to get into these shows, um, and I, like these more of these local shows are just like really the way to go. You know, it's like let it concentrate on the creators. Let it concentrate on the artists, because um, that's what it was really about in the first place. 
these companies, they, they can do their own stuff like Disney does. You know, like WB could do their own thing. Um, you could do an online freaking convention and people would still, like, get the gist. You know what I mean? So it's like, you don't have to create this, like, you have to wait overnight every time to go get into this hall to see these people. You know what I mean? Make it more about the creation of these things and, and, and indie projects. And, and so people get their names out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just like let it be more creative than it than it's become. Yeah, it's uh, that I I agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you, you know they're they're not these cons, man. They just you got to save them for different types of events, like doing a D twenty three. If you know WB gets their shit together and has their own, because they really should. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, they should have their own W con where they talk about harry potter where they talk about you know dc projects like they should just do it like they have the properties gremlins you know what i mean like just go ahead and do your own con absolutely (laughs) especially when we're going to talk about some other stuff in a minute so well that's yeah that's the thing is like stop calling it a comic con when it's not it's not it's just not so um we got a full length trailer for pennyworth uh did you watch it I didn't. I was going to, and I, I forgot to watch it. Um, so, it's, to me, I don't care. I just, mm-hmm. it doesn't have any comic book elements at all, so I don't care. I'll, I'll still watch it, just to check out the first episode, because it's fine looking for, like, a WW2 thriller thing, or whatever war he's in. I, I don't know, but just itself, I just don't care. Yeah, good, violent spy show. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so Natalie Gumid is cast as Mercy Graves on Titans. Um, obviously, now that you know, you got Deathstroke, you got Kale, uh, you know, who's next? I think Luther, <laughs> insanely, yes. Um, you don't put Mercy Graves without Luther, that's just well, it. that was that's that was all the funny there. thing about. What like what Supergirl did, and they they brought in um, your girlfriend there uh, to play, yeah, to play Mercy at the beginning. I was like, what are they doing? You're going to introduce Mercy Graves, but we don't have a Luther on this show yet. And then they did. Um, so, oh, Rona Mitra, Rona Mitra, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, love her. I love the fact that. Uh, well, let me put it this way: I don't love the fact that we have not heard anything about Doom Patrol season two yet. Um, but we know that Titan season two is coming. Um, whether or not this will be the last, who knows? But um, I'm excited to a certain extent, yeah, because of this next bit of news. So, so the next bit of news is that uh, Swamp Thing has been canceled. Um, didn't even. I mean, what two episodes have been out? Third episode today. Uh, you know, it was canceled after the first episode. It was canceled after the first episode, right? But so the real thing, and we, we talked about it, is that WB's got its own streaming platform due out next year, early mm-hmm. Q1. And why does, who was, who was the ad wizards who came up with this one? I'm going to drop that old SNL from Jerry Seinfeld hosting. Like, why, <laughs> would you, why would you make a streaming service and then come out with another streaming service that competes with it? It's just stupid. 
Why did you waste the money on, on the DC universe when you knew you had your own streaming service in the works and you could put them all together? Like you knew what Disney was doing. They didn't hide it. Yeah. You had to, all you had to do was copy it. So I think that's what's going to happen. I think they just kind of like, were like, what the hell did we do? Yeah, I think it's more along those lines. I want to be like, well, maybe they were testing at least this segment of that streaming service. But weave it in eventually. Yeah. I, I, I maybe, who knows? Here's my thing about the Swamp Thing thing, because um, clearly there's a lot of misinformation out there about what happened. And I, and I, and when the writer hit Twitter that morning and, 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 you know, before even DC can put out a press release, which I don't understand when you can just email us and say, oh, change your article titles. Well, listen, maybe you should have been ahead of the game and told us what was happening so we could report it properly instead of this whole thing where normally people get online and start trashing DC or WB or whatever. So I don't understand how you, like, I understand misbudgeting and I understand what happened in North Carolina, whatever. Don't come back and say, well, we had a plan for three more seasons, three seasons in Justice League Dark. Shut the fuck up. If you did, then go back, get some money together, come back a year later and put out Swamp Thing season two. I don't give a fuck. It's like, stop making these excuses because yeah, you messed up. Well, you didn't start filming the second season. So why is this, why is this dead in the water? Why are we acting like it's not going to happen? Well, I mean, I think we can both admit that that's BS. Like that press oh, release was BS. There was no press release. No. We, well, that email was BS. Right? Oh yes. But you know, remember when, um, Who's the actress who was in the original Swamp Thing movie? Uh, Virginia Benson, right? Oh, yeah. What, yeah. Sorry, not her. Um, so when, when people started saying stuff like um, they were, like, whatever the weird thing was when they cut it from 13 to 10, like, I, I, kind of, I kind of understand maybe that was what happened because that is weird, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, you, you ran out of money, so you got to stop. All right, we messed up. That's fine. Right. But stop making excuses like you can't still make the show because people love it. And it's like, it's been good. Right. And it was leading to something better. And you have all these ideas. Why does it have to stop? WB has money. <laughs> Don't you want to make these things successful? Yeah. So that's that's why then I look on the other side of things like, are you bullshitting us? Because yeah. you did the same thing to Constantine. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, at least Constantine still lives, um, yep. which is good. But... Yeah, I just uh, anyway. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Um well, here's last thought on this is like if this is the case and you you're not bringing it back for season 2, then just drop all the episodes now because I don't want to wait every week to watch it. Yeah, because now you're making us anticipate something that doesn't matter. Exactly. So I'm going to write them. I'm emailing them today. I think you should, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you should just tell them. Like, I emailed them that day. I said, "I said, <laughs> it'd be nice if we got a PR about this instead of just a bullshit email." So, right. whatever. Can I? I just got some drop, some some news that I yeah. need to drop. I don't, I don't know. So, this guys, um, take all of this with a grain of salt. Okay. Literally, I'm just like kind of on the internet here. It it dropped this morning, like as we started. Somebody just released what they believe a Marvel insider be- believes is going to be Phase Four. Okay. okay, this is all rumors. 
Okay. I'm ready. Like Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, similar to what you said. I'm not going to bring in the one spoiler because you can see that in the preview. And if you watch it, you watch it. I'm not going to say it. But the rumor part would be is that Oscorp is revealed to purchase Stark Tower. That makes total sense. Which makes total sense. Also in develop these are, now this is the rest. The rest is things that are in development. Black Widow. Um, they're going to introduce Yelena Belova, the new Black Widow, which is that blonde girl. Yeah, that makes sense. And they they cast um, Hermione for that no. role, I'm sure. No, this is like some other girl. Florence, oh, what? Florence Pug. She's an intro. Uh, she's a uh, English actress, and even in her IMDb, it says upcoming movies. Oh, um, Black Widow. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, she's, I think she was the girl who was in that movie Fighting With My Family. That new wrestling movie that came out. Okay. Uh, so, okay. Eternals. Richard Madden is playing the main character, Icarus. Yeah, Eternals will pivotal to Cosmic MCU. Okay. Black Panther 2. Killmonger will appear in the spiritual plane. Queen Divine Justice will be featured. Movie will be political. Okay, sure. Hmm. Shang-Chi. The Mandarin is rumored to be Shang-Chi's father. Interesting. These other ones are like straight up. When I read these, I was like, okay, these all could be real. <laughs> Doctor Strange 2. Um... Chris, Christine Palmer, Wong, Mordo, and Ancient One will appear. Lord Nightmare will be the villain. Mordo will be a comp- complex, sympathetic character. Antagonists like Loki, Clea, and Brother Voodoo will be featured. Uh, parts of the movies will be set in the 80s. Possibly. <laughs> Believable, right? Yes. Guardians 3. High Evolutionary will be the main villain and Rocket's creator. Rocket <laughs> will fall in love with another High Evolutionary's experiments, Lila. Drax will find out his daughter is still alive. Star-Lord and Nebula will become closer as they reach, sorry, as they search for Gamora. Thor will be in the movie and meet Beta Ray Bill, who appears to be another of the High Evolutionary's experiments. Quasar and Adam Warlock also rumored to appear, with Zac Efron reportedly eyed for Adam. All of this stuff right there has yeah. been rumored for for a while now. So yep. it's just tying it together. Okay, so there's that. Uh, Loki, Anthology, Chronicle. Chronicle. Oh, let's draw the line here because the next four of these are the Marvel or the Disney Plus shows. Yeah, but I'm just yep, 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 yep. still talking. So, because the other thing in this article is that they say that all the characters can be swapped between Disney Plus and the movies. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's still part of Phase Four because even Kevin Feige came out. We talked about that where he said Phase Four is not just the movies; it's also these shows. Loki. Anthology chronicling how Loki shaped human historical events. I always love that when you mess with history. I'm down with that. Did you see that picture? The picture the other day? No. So there was a rumored picture of him in like the 80s. Or no, there was an official picture. He's like standing in the street and they're like, yep, this is going to be a time travel show. Yeah. I mean, that's a fun way to do it. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that should just tie right into when he takes the stone. And disappears in, in Endgame. Right. Oh, you're right. Okay, I see it. He's like in the... He's in Times Square. Yep. Jaws is on the big screen. So, yes. 19, 1975. Yep. Interesting. 
Okay. All right. So that's that. Hawkeye. This one. Oh. Hawkeye comes out of retirement when troublemaker Kate Bishop begins running oh. around claiming to be the new Hawkeye and gets in trouble with a mob. Ends up training her to take his place. Supernatural mobster The Hood, which yep. is crazy. Hawkeye's evil brother Trickshot might appear. That, yeah, that's... That Sign like... me the hell up. Yep, that's it right there, man. Um, the Hood? The Hood is like... What, what, Brian K. Vaughn. I love The Hood, man. Yeah. <laughs> Such an asshole. Yep. <laughs> Uh, we got Falcon and, and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Bucky have to work together with a new government-sanctioned Captain America mm. to stop terrorists from destroying the United Nations. New Cap eventually goes cycle, and they have to stop him. Seems like it will lead to Sam becoming the new Cap after all. Again, like, that's what I'm saying. All these are believable. And then finally, Wanda. Oh, wait. So, I bet we get, like, U.S. agent for that. That's what I'm, th- that's what I'm thinking. That'd be awesome. Yep. And then finally, Wanda Vision. Wanda, or sorry, Vision gets rebuilt. Uh, Wanda tries to give him a soul, and he instead gets possessed by a dark force. Allegedly, it's more of a psychological thriller with a 1950s aesthetic. Wanda and Vision end up living in the suburbs where the neighborhood is racist against Wanda's sexuality. <laughs> the witch Agatha Harkness may, might appear. Okay. So. I, awesome. All, awesome. Of it, all of it's believable. Absolutely. So, um, whether any of this comes true or not, you know, we shall see. But uh, I thought that that was really interesting. And, yeah. Good stuff. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven movies. So, six. So, three more, three years. Yeah, they're really typical. Because Spider-Man comes out this year. <clears throat> yeah. Look for Black Widow and Eternals next year. Black Panther 2 and Shang-Chi in the same year. Doctor yeah. Strange 2 and Guardians the same. Whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Three years is not a long time. It gives them plenty of time to kind of mold what's coming with X-Men and Fantastic Four. So. Right. Right. So. Cool. That's, <laughs> great. That's crazy. Um, yeah. All right, so let's move over to comic news. Um, do you mind taking these ones, though? Yeah, of course. So uh, let's talk a little bit about DC. There was a rumor that they're shutting down Vertigo. I've not got anything confirmed on that. So yeah. take that with a grain of salt. Vertigo has gone in and out of DC publications for years. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it disappeared and came back again. Who cares? Um, it's sad because I do like Vertical Comics. And I don't like. Uh, isn't Sandman being published under Vertical? Like the whole Sandman universe? Or is that just under DC proper? Yeah, I think it's under DC proper. Personally, okay. I think so. Because if it is under Vertical, it would make no sense. So, all right. Um, big news here. Uh, we were we were just we've been, everybody's been talking about what's happening with Tom King and the DC universe. Uh, so. He is doing the Batman Catwoman series, and now we found that the Phantasm from the animated 1990s movie, Mask of the Phantasm, which I just showed my wife the other day. If you haven't watched it, it's still amazing. Um, It it really is. The soundtrack, the violence in that, it's just like, I I can't, I didn't remember how good it was until I watched it again. and so the Phantasm will be appearing in this for the first time ever in comic form. So look forward to that. Um, next, uh, we got... Wait, can I just say real quick? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I saw that on the big screen. I know. 
I know. Not you. The the royal you. The royal me. Yeah. The royal everybody out there who's way younger than us, um, who did yeah. not have the have the the opportunity to see it on the big screen. And it was, I. It was cool that they made that for the big screen. Amazing. Yep. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. All right. Go on. No. No. Sorry. I um just got going there. So. Yeah. Uh, Scott Snyder's next big project is going to be the JSA, which uh, we've been waiting a long time for the JSA to properly return to the DC universe. Um, they've been, they were hinting at it and then it was definitely official. And now we know that Scott Snyder is going to be taking it on and bringing them into uh, the, you know, into the comics now. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. I, um, I need to catch up on my DC, but yeah, you know, I love Scott Snyder's writing. For the most part, um, so a lot of it, a lot of it, gets, you know. So now everything that's a year year behind is now on DCU. So just mm. think about it that way. What's DCU again? It's a it's that thing you pay for every month. The DC Universe app, and all the comics that are on there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I you know what, man, I'm not gonna put down DCU for what they just did with their comic library. For, that's pretty amazing, I'll tell you. So, um, next up, I called this from the beginning when Bendis jumped onto DC that he would be doing a Legion of Superheroes series, uh, and it's going to happen. Uh, look forward to Millennium this fall. Uh, it will be covering uh, the future of the DC universe. So, Legion, uh, Legion of Superheroes, um, Booster Gold, Commandy, all of these. These stories uh, will be in a in a much broader sense. They're going to be all kind of tied together into the same um, the same time the same time period in the same world, so that they can make a comfort like a more comprehensive um, future, the 31st century, I think it is, or whatever it is. Uh, so that's going to be coming up really soon. So uh, there's some redesigns online for the characters uh, if you want to take a look at that. I think it's September. September. Yep. Yeah. Yep. This fall. Looking forward to it. And then, um, what is this one? Yeah, so Harley Quinn oh, and yes. Yes. Uh, Poison Ivy team-up series written by Jody Hauser, six-part series, is coming. Yeah, that's so I thought that was pretty cool. I did see that yesterday. I did not know it was by Jody Hauser. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. She's taking, everywhere. Taking it to another level right yeah. there. So uh, why don't you take Marvell? Yeah, so Marvel has got um, this this thing called Young Guns, which uh-huh. is just kind of focusing on a newer uh, artist, really. So it's Young Guns sketchbooks. Um, basically, puts a spotlight on best up and coming artists in the comic book industry. So it's something they used to do in two thousand four. It's been gone mm-hmm. for a while, uh, but it's coming back. Um, yeah, sounds. I mean, sounds kind of cool. Absolutely, no. I I like that they're you know they're bringing up these the next generation of art, like of talent. I think that's cool. I think that it they I want Marvel to get back to to what they used to do. I'd love to see them kind of just take a step back and rehash everything that they've been doing with their mistakes over the last ten years. <laughs> kind of just you know, after this, this Marvel 1000, just kind of get back to their basics and back, back to their values. Um, I agree. Because they have so much, they have such a great universe and it just, it's been bogged down by 
by just confusing the reader base too much. So, <laughs> yep, hundred percent. Um, and then finally, uh, Aaron, uh, Jason, Aaron, and Isad Ribic are teaming up again, reuniting for King Thor four-part series um, that's coming out this fall as well. Um, they're the ones who started off with his Thor run. Some of the most beautiful art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Isad Ribic. I'd, I'd buy it. I don't know if he's got a um, a artist book, but if he does, I'm sure it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. It's like paintings. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, uh, you know, those two on Thor reunited, like, absolutely sign me up. I will be there. That's it. And then uh, one little last bit of comic news. Yeah. So then uh, the Inferi relaunch is still going strong. Um, at this point, we've got a little less than two weeks um, before the end of the campaign. So everyone who's already helped fund, thank you. Everybody else who's waiting to fund, get on it. Um, we've, we've sent out a little, uh, you know, teaser for one of the stretch goals that we're unlocking, um, which is a song by Ferrari Kid, uh, who did a sweet synthwave theme song for the comic. So, uh, you know, there's tons of stuff, uh, comic, obviously you can get an issue like hollowed, you can get t-shirt, you can get a mug, blah, 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 blah. So please go to Inferi, look it up on Kickstarter, look it up on DFAT, but please help see this project come to life. So, now, new commercials. I love the new commercials. New commercials. So, we'll be right back. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So, as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe... Don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment, with DFAT Comics. We are back after those commercials and we got some TV news. Uh, first things first, Gina Davis, star of um, She-Ra, is also going to guest star <laughs> on Glow Season 3. What do you think about this? I still have to watch the second half of Glow Season 1 and 2 before I can get to 3. So Yeah. I am I'm behind my shows. I am making an effort to catch up on all shows. So, yeah. Have you watched any Glow? I can't remember. I did. I watched the first half of the... Either I made it through the first half of the first season, um, and then everybody that I was watching with it didn't want to watch it anymore, so I kind of fell off it. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, so I'll, I'll get back into it. Plus, I like Gina Davis. Um, last time I watched her was in The Exorcist, which was pretty good, but I fell off that show, too. <laughs> yeah well yeah she's uh it's it's good stuff yeah um all right so dune the sisterhood is going to be go, uh going to the wb streaming um service so a direct tie-in 
to the Dune movie that's coming out next year, directed by Denis Villeneuve, uh, who's also going to be uh, directing the pilot for this show. That's 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 insane to me. That's awesome. Um, that's really connecting your worlds, uh, building a building a universe, uh, and then getting him to direct the pilot. I mean, he's he's awesome at what he does. So uh, he'll be able to deliver that that you know, the world he's creating in Dune and bring it to the small screen. Um, so here, I mean, the WB streaming service is amping up. It's been amping up and it's getting yep. more amped up and it's time to really start announcing that you're going to be a, be a thing and stop letting us sit in a, in a limbo about what's happening with our DCU. So come on guys, get your shit together. At least partly they are. Everything yeah, but no, exactly, DC, exactly. Everything but DC they are. Exactly. Uh, it's this AT and T thing too, man. I, there's a lot of a lot of things going on right now, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Spielberg is writing a horror series called Spielberg's After Dark. Uh, That's the working title. <laughs> the working title. Um, sure. So apparently, <laughs> this is this is like the weird thing I read was like only you can only watch it after dark, something like that. So. Uh, I don't. I don't know what exactly to think about this. Yeah, it's, so it's also gonna be like a ten to twelve chapter story for Quibi, which is like an app, yeah, in app clock that counts down until the sun goes down, giving viewers a limited and spooky window to watch the series at night. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. It just, that kind of specific thing seems very, uh, gimmicky. Um, and I'm not sure with the way people watch things, if it's like, I don't know, maybe it is Spielberg. So I, don't I know. it's weird. I actually think this might work. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're also doing like a new version of punked and singled out on that same platform. Oh, cool. So they're seven to ten or seven to ten minute things. Oh, not not to mention these projects by uh, Blumhouse and Del Toro as well. So that's, yeah, so uh, that's you know you get some heavy hitters like that who can make short form uh, narratives. Hmm. You know, I hate when they do it exclusively to an app. To that end, it doesn't always work. I know, like Verizon tried doing that with series, and it just kind of fizzled out. So, but they also didn't have. Steven Spielberg. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see how this goes. Um, hey, cut those cords, cut them, cut them out. And then coming to Netflix, Fast and Furious Spy Racers, the animated series, um, actually in conjunction with DreamWorks TV, which seems to be exclusive to Netflix. Oh yeah, like Troll Hunters and stuff like that. But uh, it's gonna be like Dominic Toretto's like younger cousin, uh, whatever. <laughs> being a spy yeah you know i mean whatever in the sense like i don't really care about the story i'll probably check it out though dreamworks puts out good tv shows i like the fast furious series i'll watch it i'll good. see what's going on yeah they're they're hitting hard they just announced that jurassic world show oh all right they got it they got to fill up their content <laughs> yeah i guess so so um yeah uh then Going over to movie news, we got some casting of Bill and Ted's daughter. So for Bill and Ted 3, Face the Music, 
Uh, Bridget Lundy Payne and Samara Weaving will be the daughters. Um, you know, I can't remember which one it is because I'm not doing too good right now. But uh, oh, that's who it is. So Samara Weaving, she was in The Babysitter. Yes. Um, she's awesome. <laughs> she was really good in that. So yeah, I uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, just get this movie. Been waiting for it, so it'll be a good time, I'm sure. <laughs> One year, one year. So that should be uh, it should be interesting. Waiting decades. <laughs> uh, then we do have an official announcement from Sony, though this can change. Of course, the Uncharted movie starring Tom Holland is set for next year, which means they need to film tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, basically, and not deal with delays or. And yeah, this kind yeah. of epicness that sh- it should be. Um, so, whatever, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So, um, hopefully, I have Tom zero... Holland becomes too busy with the MCU and, and can't do it. So, yeah, I have <laughs> zero faith in a movie that's not like literally written by Naughty Dog or not Naughty Dog. Yeah, Naughty Dog, Naughty written Dog. by Naughty Dog, starring Nathan Fillion. Like, other than that, I don't care. <laughs> Just don't care. Yeah, it was funny because like. We're going to talk about the Avengers game later, but then when I was like, when they did a little, a little sit down with all the act voice actors and Noel North was there, I was just yeah. like, you know, <laughs> they just need to do like an animated Uncharted movie. That's it. Seriously. <laughs> you, you saw what you can do, Sony, with Into the Spider-Verse. Just put the Uncharted yeah. world in an animated movie and we're, we're good. More a we're show. Yep. Yep. That's fine too. Put Nolan North back in. I'm fine with that. Yep. Um, all right, so for the Ghostbusters sequel, we got confirmations that Bill Murray, Sigourney Weaver, and Dan Aykroyd, I would assume, I, they said all of them, so I would assume Ernie Hudson also coming back yeah. to the Ghostbusters sequel. I'm going to see Ernie Hudson in a couple weeks. I can ask him. Ask him, please. Please. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you guys get an exclusive DFAT interview out of it, because um, I will be seeing him here near me at the Syracuse uh, Salt City Comic Con. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's exciting. The original cast coming back. Are they playing themselves like their actual characters? <laughs> yes, that's the answer. I well, as this is a direct sequel, yeah, I know. Ackroyd's yeah. not some shitty ass cab driver. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we don't even talk about that movie. Ugh. Moving on, uh, more Netflix news. Tom Clancy's The Division will be starring uh, Jessica Chastain and Jake Gyllenhaal. That is coming it's i don't play, i don't play that game i don't know anything about it so the new, the new game there's a new game coming out that was just in, uh shown off at e3 um but this movie was announced and cast like a while ago so this is like back on now okay it's weird yeah huh interesting well uh okay <laughs> yeah you know both those actors are good enough for me to watch a movie with them so and i know david yeah it says here david lich um is rumored to be the director still uh john wick the first one deadpool 2 he just directed hobbs and shaw coming out this year so awesome got the resume for it uh sure okay um we got Robert Kirkman's Oblivion song was picked up by Universal. 
I haven't read this comic, so I don't really know much about that either. Oh, me neither. Me neither. Um, Robert Kirkman is selling all his properties. Yeah. You know, which is kind of funny because, like, he just doesn't seem like that guy. He seems like he doesn't really care, but whatever. Money. Yeah. Money. So, Fame. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Maybe people, maybe people will stop talking about The Walking Dead. You know. Hopefully. Soon. Yeah. Jeez. All right. Um, Black Christmas is going to be rebooted over at Blumhouse. Uh, Black Christmas is a 1970-something horror movie. Then it got rebooted a couple of years ago, which I actually didn't hate. And actually, I, I like the original. So Blumhouse is doing it. Um, I think it's coming out this year. <laughs> like oh. December 13th, fr- like this year, like Friday the 13th. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I'm fine with that. You know, Blumhouse is, yeah, December 13th this year. Um, got a good track record with these horror reboots, uh, you know, like Colleen. And so I'm down. Sure. Whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then yesterday, out of the blue, they dropped a Dr. Sleep trailer, which I still need to watch, starring uh, Ewan McGregor, the sequel to The Shining. Yeah, me too. I haven't watched it yet. I did see that it dropped yesterday. Not a lot of time to watch it, unfortunately. Um, is he? We'll see. Uh, the comic, or the comic, the book is supposed to be good. Um, so I'll watch. I'll. I love The Shining. I'll watch anything related to it. So yeah. Exactly. So can you take up this first piece of gaming news? Because you are way more invested than literally invested than I am. I am. I am. So um, during the E3 right now, um, Google. Prior to E3 starting, Google announced the, the details and the pre-order uh, window for the Stadia Founders Edition. So Stadia is going to be the new streaming uh, video game service from Google, which will not require a console. Um, so we got the details, which... Um, so this Founders Edition is going to be the only thing that's available this November. And um, if, you, if you pre-order it, it's $129.00. You get all of the following. So you get an exclusive night blue controller. Uh, you get the Chromecast Ultra Dingle Dangle, whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> three three months of Stadia Pro. Three months of Pro for a friend. Uh, the first thing of the Stadia Pro, uh, which will be included for those people who, who do pay for every month, which should be $10 a month, is going to be the full Destiny 2 collection. So that's, that's a really neat thing to launch on, um, giving everybody something to play together. Uh, to really kind of also probably test how it's working, so it's a it's a good way to kind of get everybody online and see how how that's working. And then um, you also get first dibs at your Stadia name if you're a founder, so um, that's 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 pretty cool. Um, so I um, I did pre-order it, uh, so I'm gonna be you know enjoying that when it comes out this fall, I hope. And um, so the nice thing about this is really the fact that Google has opened it up that as long as you have some like a like a chromecast or chromecast ultra um actually you can just have a um you just have a browser you can play it on your computer even if you have a bluetooth (laughs) bluetooth controller you can access stadia you can access stadia the just the regular version without 4k or anything for free um you just gotta pay for the game and what it does is it it adjusts to your bandwidth it adjusts to your 
So it'll give you like, even if you have low bandwidth, it'll go down to that so you can play it. You might not have the best graphics, but it, it still is accessible to whoever. Um, and then if you're paying for the, the, the Stadia Pro, you get the 4K, you get all the benefits of that. Um, so I think that's kind of a neat way to do it because it's opening it up. It's, it, it is opening it up for everybody, no matter what your connection is. You can play it even on your, your new Pixel 3 or Pixel 3a. Um, so there's a lot of things that are uh, like compatible uh, for playing the Stadia. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how this really takes off. Awesome. Sweet. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I can't wait to um, hear what you say about <laughs> Well, it's, it's really smart, too. This three months of pro for a friend is smart because it's like I could give it to you and you could try it with with what your current setup is without even like you'd have to get a game maybe but it's like you could try it if you just you know have the have the hookups because I, I you know chromecast and a bluetooth controller so a little bit more as you know as time goes we'll get a little bit more news on it and see how that works but um yeah it's coming in 129 dollars is like is is i was like all right fine <laughs> whatever i'll try it out for 129 bucks excellent excellent good all right and they, you know we'll talk about this avengers game but that they're already announcing a ton of titles for it so um they've got they're getting they're getting in there they've been working on this for years and i think that um a lot, there's a lot of haters out there but i think that this may this may re- revolutionize a lot of things absolutely cool okay yeah. so let's talk about um e3 a little bit here yeah uh, E3, we've got the announcement of a new Xbox coming out next year, which we already knew about PlayStation 5. So what uh, what do you think about this? Uh, I don't know, man. Is it it's called Project Scarlet? Yep. I, you know, I, I, I can't say one way or the other. It's not like I have a problem with Xbox. I just don't use it. I'm not invested in it. I had an Xbox 360. I got it because I it was Knights of the Old Republic. So I've never been like, oh, I got it. I'm I'm hooked on Xbox. I, I like these titles. There are some cool things for Xbox that I wish I could play, but it's not enough for me to invest in another game system when I'm already a PlayStation fan, you know. So cool. We'll see how this Xbox maybe it adapts to what Stadia is doing a little bit. So that's going to be the thing. Is like, how do you if Stadia is um, is successful? How do other gaming systems? you know, go beyond what they're offering, you know, and stuff like that. So we'll see. It'll be a, we're going to see a little bit of revolution, I think. Okay. Good. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You know, know, we're PlayStation guys, so (laughs) sorry, everybody. Uh, (laughs) We're a little biased. So we're a little biased. Um, All right. So let's talk about this Avengers Square Enix game. I, it looked great, and then I started reading everybody's reactions to it, and then I started going, yeah. (laughs) Like, it looks, the characters look gross. The game itself seems like it's going to be cool. Like, it's a game itself. Just the characters don't look good. Okay. What do you think? I think that... um... I'm going to go back to my original argument about the internet that it sucks. Um, but I, I don't understand the negativity. It's like 
oh, they look like stunt doubles of the Avengers movie guys. I don't care. Do you care? I don't care. Um, they just they put gameplay into that trailer and made it look almost seamless. Um, it looks awesome. And they can tweak the graphics a little bit if they want to. I don't care what the characters look like, to be honest. That that trailer got me really excited because it's yeah. an awesome storyline. So yeah. you're going to kill off Cap, and then you're going to bring in, like, like everybody's all, like, post-traumatic stress and, and dealing with the, the, the afterfall. Like, and then you got to come back as heroes. Yeah. Nobody knows shit about this game. They showed the beginning of the game, and already people are online being negative about it. So they're, they're, shut up, Internet. No one's... <laughs> at all saying anything about the game I you should read you should read deeper then because people are just assholes well i don't which is normal deeper but it's just like i'm it's just annoying yeah because i don't see anything wrong with this yeah maybe the character does look a little funny who cares because we've been watching them on the big screen for 10 years mm-hmm. so we have this preconceived notion of what they look like or what they should be come on i get it but i don't get it that's all it's all. I'm excited um, to buy this game. This is day one purchase. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so is this know, next one. <laughs> well, I don't know because I, I need to actually see gameplay. I want to see gameplay, yeah. No. Yeah. So Cyberpunk 2077 from CD Projekt Red. Um, we got our book at Keanu Reeves showing up in that game for no reason, but for every reason. <laughs> so that was fun. That was That was a cool little thing. Well, it's awesome. Um, he was at the uh, he was at the at the reveal too. So. Yeah, so, yep. he's such such a cool guy. Yep, that was that was neat. Uh, Breath of the Wild two was announced. I didn't play the first one. I don't have a Switch, but uh, this you know I, I love Zelda so much, and it's it pains me because it's like the only game I haven't played is Breath of the Wild. So yes, absolutely. Um, I'm getting a Switch probably next month. Yeah. Breath of the Wild will be the, one of the first games I buy outside buying my wife Mario. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, absolutely. I'm ready to play that game. I've been waiting to play that game for years now. So I need me some Zelda back in my life. That's right. Uh, we got a longer look at Final Fantasy VII reboot. Um, <sighs> every... Everything about it looks insane, and it then does. I read I read what people wrote about it, and just saying how like it's gonna be put into chapters. The first chapter is like a full game, which means it's probably forty hours, and it's only on Midgard, which means this game is going to be massive. Yeah, <laughs> um, fits on two Blu-rays. I know, I know. Which I like that they're releasing it all at once. Um, I. This chapter stuff, uh, they were going to le- release it originally as episodes, kind of like... Uh, they are still doing that. Are they really? Yep. That's what I'm what's... saying. This first episode is going to be a full game. What's the, f- what's the point of that, though? Why not just... How do you build a game that's supposed to be like an in-depth role-playing game? Like, if this is just like a, a walkthrough, and like a, just a basic overview of the old game, and it doesn't have the in-depthness of it, then what's the point? You're just buying. You might as well just watch like Advent Children if you really want to watch like CGI Final Fantasy VII characters. Now, on the other hand, I played a wonderful game for PSP back in the day, and it was a sequel to Final Fantasy VII, and I actually really liked it because it was kind of the beginning of that action-oriented RPGness that they've kind of adapted to in the Final Fantasy series. So, I want the depth of Final Fantasy VII. 
I want it so you can go and battle all the all the side missions that you used to do and and really enjoy the game uh, and take that hundred hours to play it. Uh, so if they can make a real remake of it, then fine. But don't go and do something like a shell uh, of the, of the no, game. No, read read the read the reviews. It's not. It's, okay. It is that. It it's like they added more. Yeah. Everything's bigger. Like, everything is just, from what I read, is just like, this is it. Like, they sure. are doing it the right way. Okay. I'm buying it. Yeah. Oh, hands down. And okay. then we got to look at uh, this fake Zelda game called Gods and Monsters. Um, I don't know. This is cinematic, but it was still kind of cool, you know, just the idea behind it. It's kind of like literally Zelda, but with Greek mythology. Yeah, by the makers of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I really want to play still. Um, oh, gosh, but this kind of too. this kind of takes it to a more cartoony level, which looks even more epic. So, yeah, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, I mean, we're missing a lot of stuff, guys. It's just it was a big week with other news. You know, there's other things we're excited about, but this was kind of like the main points we want to talk about. Yeah, and didn't you do some recap articles? I did. Yeah. Yeah, so them out of tell you. Uh, <laughs> can you take this one, even though I think I know this one? Yeah, so Arcade 1-Up is launching uh, three new cabinet, uh, arcade cabinets. So if you love old school gaming in your arcade and you want to put one in your house, well, now you have the opportunity to put uh, the original Turtles game, uh, the, the Atari Star Wars trilogy, and also the Marvel superheroes line, which includes X-Men Children, The Atom, punisher and another game so um yeah these these uh these classic arcade cabinets are coming back hardcore now and um it's awesome to see that these uh these awesome games are getting uh tributed (laughs) Hmm. awesome what i love though is when i go to an arcade now and it's like they have that generic looking one and it has like a hundred something games in it that's what i want in my house yeah, like, those are those are better. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's go on to Star Wars news. All right, so we uh we got our full 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 look at Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, we got another cinematic trailer, and we also got the gameplay trailer. So we got to look at what's going to be happening. Uh, a little bit more of an insight into the game, and you know. I'm still, this sold me on it enough for me to go definitely day one. I'd already had it pre-ordered. So I'm, I'm now a little more excited for it. Um, but I didn't, I did read something that you had written about uh, the repetitiveness of like finishing moves and, and all that stuff. So hopefully they, they do vary it up enough where it is not too, too boring after a while. Cause I know that happens in games. Um, but every time he would jump off something and stab something from above, I was just like, that's awesome. <laughs> Hmm. it looks like a lot of fun yeah i i had not pre-ordered it like you did and i watched this trailer and i pre-ordered it immediately how much was it when you pre-ordered it your price was 50 oh Oh, good yeah and maybe i think because e3 like a special or something Uh so if you guys are listening maybe check it out on amazon but um the big thing is is like we're not those kind of gamers that are hardcore. Like it doesn't take much to satisfy me. Like, yeah, you know, people can talk about the repetitiveness of Arkham fighting or the Spider-Man fighting. As long as the story's there, I don't yeah. care about the repetitiveness of the of the gameplay. But when I saw that uh, blaster shot, 
frozen, like Kylo Ren style, and then a stormtrooper put in front of it. I yep. immediately stopped watching and I pre-ordered it. That was it. I go, what the hell? Like this dude's got Kylo Ren level powers. Like, are you kidding me? Exactly. That's, and that's the other thing about this. And you know, it's we really got to just do a full Star Wars episode because there's so much to talk about. But like, who is this kid? Like, right. what? Like, okay, Kanan had some pretty good styles, you know, in, in Rebels, but he wasn't like kylo ren level i'm sorry but he held back some flames and that was about it <laughs> like yeah, this is crazy stuff that this and then you know their force powers are not even showing us and like i texted you like what's a spirit echo where you yeah. can just you know go over to a dead body and and find out the last moments of their life like what <laughs> Yeah, so in order to really deliver a powerful character like this, you're going to have to give some, like, they're going to do this comic prequel, which is good, because we'll get a little backstory. Yeah. So that's cool. But you're right. So how does this how does this affect the bigger picture? And that's definitely a bigger conversation. But yeah, so you meet, he meets Saw Gerrera. Like, he's tied in with, like, the Star Wars lore. So does he become a much bigger character, or does he just get killed by Vader at the end and... That's that's our game. So right, you know. right. That's, you know, that's the other thing. Oh, and that's another reason why I usually don't fully enjoy prequels as it is anyway. Right, because it's like this Pennyworth. You know, like I know where this dude ends up. I can't ever be really worried about him because I know that you're not going to die. Correct. And this kid, he never shows up ever again. So you know what I mean, like. What what did you really do? But you know, anyway, let's. I'll tell you what they did. EA EA may have finally made a good game. You know that everybody's going to agree on. I hope so. Well, they won't uh, all agree on, but yeah, right. you know, it looks like finally something that's like we what we've been waiting for a story driven yeah. Star Wars game that's not based on multiplayer, not based on pay as you go. Um, just you know, and they announced that too. They said you know everything is going to be available without any kind of like pay to win or anything like that or Which is you know microtransactions amazing. yeah yep 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 oh you know what we forgot to mention about like was well, that was that borderlands um three prequel to uh, oh, the new dlc they just gave us for borderlands free. 2 for borderlands they just so playstation yeah. just dropped the handsome collection for free sps plus this month i believe yeah right? and then um and then they put this out. So everybody's playing Borderlands. And that's one of the best things I've ever seen to get people ready for a new title. Yeah. Smart people. Yeah. We, we need to play this ASAP. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least when I get back. <laughs> yes. I agree. Yeah. I, doubt, um, I, put, I put the Hanson Collection back on my PlayStation. So. I did too because of that. Because I was like, oh, crap. And it's yeah. small. It's not even like, it's no. only like five gigs. I read it's about eight hours though, which is insanity to me. Yeah, they say it's like it's like, amazing how intense it is. Yeah. yeah. So in yeah. you know fan we, service right there. That's it. Um all right, then take the next piece. So just uh so Star Wars celebration, um the dates for the Anaheim show next year is have been announced uh, August twenty seventh to the thirtieth. Uh tickets go on sale June twenty first. So in a you know Next week, <laughs> Next <laughs> one Friday week from today. Next Friday, yeah. yeah. All right, what time is it? 
It's time to pursue some plastic. All right, guys. Uh, so let's take a look at the latest Lego set from the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. Uh, so we're getting the classic um, Jurassic Park gate with a giant T-Rex who is completely constructible and a ton of minifigures from the original movie, all of your favorites. Uh, so this is like a really cool, um, I think it's just a Lego shop exclusive, to be honest with you. Uh, it's, it's like 3,000 pieces, three, 4,000. It's huge. Um, so you finally get that, that, that true to scale T-Rex <laughs> that you've been waiting for if you collect these, these Lego sets. Um, if you're not a big collector, this might be that one set. It's a really good centerpiece display for your shelf. Um, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Goes on sale uh, July June 19th if you're a VIP member yep. or July 1st. Interesting. Yep. That Malcolm yep. minifigure. <laughs> I know. I know. That's so good. All right. Cool. Uh, next up, uh, Rebel Tech continues to expand their line. Uh, we're getting a Harley Quinn. Um, which Harley Quinn is it? Comic accurate? Movie accurate? Current so, comic accurate? No. <laughs> it's still a prototype, so it's kind of like one of those mixes right now. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Well, those Rebel Tech toys are pretty sweet. Very yeah. articulated. I never went down that rabbit hole, so uh, I hope people enjoy it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, uh, the Scarlet Spider. Hate them, love them. I don't know how people really feel. I, I, whatever. Uh, he's going to be a convention exclusive. Uh, Hot Toys is putting out, and it looks pretty good because it is a neat design, whether or not you like that series or not. Um, yeah, so that's cool. They're doing a very you know limited release of it for those people that want to expand their Spider-Man collection. And it's based off of the ps4 version of the character ah. oh that's cool so they're kind of growing that line huh yeah i'm kind of pissed because i want this it looks effing beautiful and you get some cool accessories like a pizza like <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway go on uh so real ghostbuster statues huh i have i should have done a little research on this who's putting these out I'll I'll take it. Yeah, it's fine. Chronicle well, collectibles. Yeah, oh, Chronicle collectibles. They're expensive, honestly. I mean, they're like one hundred and fifty dollars a piece, but they are the cartoon that you remember from the eighties. I mean, they look, you know, insane. They look really good, but they're uh, ten inch tall characters, four inch tall statues, and you got the four main dudes and Slimer. So, looks pretty crazy. It's just. You know, 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters. They just keep dropping stuff left and right. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's awesome. They do look really, really cool. Um, man, makes me want to go back and watch that show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, so uh, NECA is, is making everybody's uh, fever dreams uh, come true. Uh, so we are getting the Freddy versus Jason, Jason figure in ultimate form. And, uh, so rejoice! Your your Jason collection can be near complete. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see about that because exactly. it seems like NECA continuously puts out Freddy's. So, um, yeah, you know, I really love uh, the Freddy versus Jason Jason Voorhees version. The Ken Kernsiger, the actor who played it, he was tall. He was just evil looking. Um, 
it, it has a ton of cool accessories as well. Uh, I'm down, you know, I really, I like that version of Jason. So and I like NECA, these ultimate figures. So it's cool. Absolutely. And I think they're just, you know, they're doing a really good fan service lately with all of these, these ultimate versions. It just yeah. seems like that's what they're really concentrating on. Yeah. So I really kind of like that. Um, because just it gives you so much more for the money. Mm-hmm. And exactly. it, you know, it kind of goes back and covers characters that people may have missed. People don't want to spend like a ton of money, you know, buying buying figures that are out of out of you know aren't issued anymore or whatever. And you know, this is a really good way to get it, you know, kill that scalper market. Absolutely, you got to do. That's it. So, uh, last bit of news here. We'll jump into some quick San Diego Comic Con exclusives. Uh, Mattel announced a few. Uh, the first one up is the DC Multiverse 80 Years of Batman exclusive box set with like four weird looking different Batmans from uh, the zany the zany years. So cool uh, as they kind of you know lose that series to McFarlane eventually, thankfully. So um, yeah, get it on right now. Uh, Mattel has now announced. Uh, so I'm, I'm a little confused. Um, Super 7 took over the, the Master Universe line um, until it seemingly kind of stopped doing it. Uh, I don't know what happened, to be honest with you, because now I'm really confused. So they announced the uh, Master Universe 2-pack uh, based on the mini-comic. Uh, so you're going to get Prince Adam and He-Man in a 5-inch form, like the classic-looking figures. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool with a bunch of accessories and a neat box, whatever. Uh, but... Then Mattel went on to announce that they're doing a Master Universe Origins series now, uh, which totally confused me because I, I thought that Super 7 was doing the same thing. So Mattel is putting out these a new line of five-inch classic figures. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what's going on anymore in the world. The, <laughs> so. the life is... It's all over. It's all game over. Well, it's weird when Mattel says that they're, you know... Everybody's talking about Mattel is going bankrupt. Mattel is doing horrible. They give up some of their stuff and then they get it back. So I don't, I don't know. Whatever. I'm not buying it. Doesn't matter. Um, but it is interesting because people have complained that Super Seven does not have the uh, the, the plastic formula that Mattel had down. Uh, so that is that has been one complaint, which is kind of an interesting one to be honest with you. So we'll see what happens. Um, the other. Uh, the other San Diego Comic-Con uh, exclusive is going to be Mega Constructs uh, Battle Bones. Do you remember what Battle Bones is? It's, a, it's like a long like, like serpent dragon creature that was like a vehicle for the figures. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so they're doing it in that small form. Uh, Mega Constructs has been killing it with like their mini figures for the ML, uh, Master Universe. Also, the new Castle Grayskull set is coming out from them. So you know, they continue to kind of put those out. So we'll see how much longer they can survive. Dude, where can you find us? We are on the intranet at uh, don'tforgettotel.com, uh, your daily source for all things geekly, uh, news, reviews, interviews, and more. And we are also on social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. DFA towel. <laughs> That's exactly it. So this is Casey saying, go out and read your comics, people. And this is Chris. We'll see you next time.